0: And I'm Katie, and this is. One kiss, kiss means forever! forever. This is the podcast where we put down all of our favorite activities and things that we do for Christmas, and then we just let people kiss us without consent. Anyway, this is our, this is our podcast about made-for-TV romances, the kinds that we find on Hallmark, Netflix, Lifetime, and especially during
1: Christmas. Christmas. And I just want to say, um, I actually don't let people kiss me without consent. That's not allowed.
0: <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm meaning in the context. <laughs> of like really, I guess not that that old.
1: <laughs> Wait, this movie is not old enough to, to have this problem, but it does. Uh, but we'll uh, get into it, I guess. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> so today we're talking about the movie called Christmas List, specifically not the one called The Christmas List, two separate movies. Um, and it aired on November 25th. 2016, which I assume was Thanksgiving or thereabouts, yes. but I did not look it up.
0: It was because I um, had to watch a bootleg on YouTube and Candace Cameron Bure and a St. Bernard were talking about it being a Thanksgiving weekend on the commercials.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> on the bootleg. <laughs> gotcha. Sorry. Gotcha. 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 Um, and this is Hallmark's little uh, synopsis because this is a Hallmark movie, which also upsets me. Um, <laughs> So, Isabel plans a storybook Christmas with her boyfriend, including a snow-covered cottage in the Northwest, and a carefully composed bucket list of classic holiday traditions. But when the boyfriend goes AWOL, the list proves challenging, and a tempting new romance turns her life upside down. The movie is based on a novel called The Christmas Bucket List by Ella Fairley. You know, and I would say I believe the book is probably better, but, you know, we did do the reading of the other books, so I don't know that I believe that.
0: The Christmas secret. (laughs) The
1: Christmas secret. Uh, So so it's very possible there's like a a meth clinic or something in this book. Um, (laughs) Sorry, because there was was sort of one in the other one. Um, And it stars Alicia Witt and Gabriel Hogan.
0: So, Isabel grows up in a repressive household where everything has to be clean and perfect. But she longs for a real Christmas with a real tree and gingerbread houses she can decorate and all the activities, movies, has conditioned her to associate with the holiday. Fast forward 25 years and Isabel, played by Alicia Witt, has internalized that perfectionism to the point that she represses her real personality. She's a clothing designer dating her boss, kale surprise, Peter Benson, and planning their first getaway together for Christmas.
1: Well, she knows that Peter Benson wants a warm location like Hawaii, even though they live in San Diego, so they already have beach. Like, why do they need... I, I don't get it. More beach. <laughs> and after her mother finds her childhood treasure box, Isabel's list of perfect Christmas prompts her to book a cabin in the perfect Christmas town of Fall River. They're going to do all the things that make Christmas magical, just like on her list. They're getting a white Christmas and she is going to have her Rosemary Clooney moment. Damn it.
0: (laughs) But there is a business problem. And Peter Benson can't come to the cabin with her. He promises to make it by Christmas, but he's got to personally fix the business problem, so Isabel goes alone. There is snow, and the cabin is perfect, once decorated for Christmas, and she is enchanted. On her first night, she goes to get her real- Christmas tree, and she finds the perfect one, but, oh no, someone else has picked it out at the exact same time, and he has a kid with him, wah, wah, but Isabel is the real child of this scenario and insists that she is the one who needs this specific tree. Luckily, this man, Jamie, played by Gabriel Hogan, finds Isabel charming, and the kid immediately finds another acceptable tree.
1: <laughs> yes. Isabel is attempting to drag the tree home when Jamie pulls over and offers to help. She finally allows him to assist her home with his truck and put up the tree. He, not so subtly, lets her know that the boy and the woman he was tree shopping with were his sister and nephew. You know, he's not married. Uh, (laughs) But Isabel says she has a boyfriend and Peter Benson does call. So, you know. Proof, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. The next day, Isabelle sees a sign for a gingerbread house competition and decides she's going to enter. She gets all the supplies for baking gingerbread and, because she clearly can't bake, sets off the fire alarm. Jamie arrives as part of a firefighting team and offers to take her to the competition because everything is provided. No baking required because it is a competition for children. Yes. So the stale
0: gingerbread that you never eat is your, those are your materials. That night after Jamie and Isabel go on essentially a date, they head back to her place and decorate her tree. Uh, She loves it and thinks it's perfect. So he shows her this thing of laying underneath the tree and looking up at all the lights which is why in the morning when her mother arrives somehow, Isabel is asleep underneath the tree. And mom has decided that Isabel needs her clearly because she's falling apart since Peter Benson is not there and the fire department showed up. And now she's sleeping under a tree. And that tree is a real tree, which is just so messy. Even when Isabel asks her to leave, mom is oblivious. Isabel has
1: promise to go to Jamie's nephew's school Christmas recital thing. Sure. Mom isn't thrilled about this idea, but what else is she going to do? Like, hang out by herself? No. So they arrive at the school to find everyone sad because the teacher who was going to lead the dance no longer can. So Isabel steps in and agrees to be the adults on stage with kids, which I didn't really understand because I swear that's a thing that you stop doing once like the kid doesn't actually have to look at you um but whatever yeah and gets to dance with small children to the dance of the sugar plum fairy it's like getting to see the nutcracker which was on her list except it's very much not that but we're going to ignore that part of the story yes we are
0: <laughs> the nutcracker's music was there <laughs> and there were tutus so <laughs> check List. Um, so mom's heart starts to grow three sizes, watching her 35-year-old baby dance the nutcracker. So does not protest when Isabel decides she wants Jamie to take her snow tubing. They go to a secluded spot at the top of a mountain and tube down. But Isabel falls off her tube but is having a great time, so it's like, ah i'm not hurt yay fun snow and jamie's so entranced he kisses her isabel reminds him i have a boyfriend you shouldn't do that and she storms off
1: that night mom apologizes for all the perfectionist neuroses she's put on isabel and agrees to leave town the following day isabel stops into a toy store and jamie is there as it's his mom uh, who is played by his actual real mom Susan Hogan. They apologize to each other about the previous day, which, no, I don't think so. She has nothing to apologize for. Um, And a kid wants to take a picture with Santa, but Santa has left for the day. So Isabel gets Jamie to dress up as Santa. She dresses up as an elf, and they take the pictures also on her list.
0: Seeing Jamie with Isabel, his mom invites her to family dinner that night. While there, she really gets with the family, you know, nice family bonding time. And Jamie gives her a Christmas present of a charm bracelet that has charms for all the things on her Christmas to-do list. Actually kind of cool, I think. When he drives her back to her cabin, Peter Benson has finally arrived. He insists Jamie come in for a drink. It gets weird and is very dismissive of Isabel's list. They decide they'll go ice skating in the morning with the help of Jamie, getting them into the rink early before it opens to the public.
1: The following morning, there is another work crisis, so Isabel goes to the rink alone. She and Jamie have a romantic skate for a while until Peter Benson shows up. When they go to have a meal after, it's clear that Peter Benson is having a terrible time. And since he is, he assumes Isabel is as well. So she agrees to leave the next day. Jamie arrives at the restaurant, says hello, and learns they're planning to leave. After a quick inside conversation with Isabel, he walks out and she follows. So he kisses her again. (laughs) Fucker. And again, she says she has a boyfriend and wants him to back off. But, you know, he knows her better than she knows herself because he knows that she's not happy with Peter Benson.
0: Your feelings are wrong. (laughs) My feelings for you are better because it makes me kiss you.
1: (laughs) Yep. Oh, I have so many problems. (laughs)
0: So the next morning, they leave for the airport. Peter Benson is still in business crisis mode. He basically is ignoring Isabel and can't seem to notice that Isabel clearly doesn't want to leave. They pull over so Peter Benson can send some texts. And Isabel stops into the toy store one more time to say goodbye to Jamie um, and his and the, his family, his mom. Um, even though last night she told Jamie to leave her alone. But, you know, bye Then, uh, Peter Benson and Isabel go to the airport and there Isabel finally realizes she does not want to leave and she wants to stay. She does not want to be with Peter Benson. I do not like it, Sam, I am. And she goes (laughs) back to the cabin, which maybe she lives there now because she, I don't know. Maybe she still has the lease on it. It, She does
1: say it's paid through the week. So I think she has a few more days on it. So, you know, whatever. Um. There are only two more things on her Christmas list, caroling and a secret wish. She gets the town carolers together or joins them. I'm not really sure. They're they're also there and they head to Jamie's mom's house where the family is gathered for Christmas Eve. Jamie is shocked that Isabel is there when she is supposed to have left. His mom ushers everyone away and Isabel tells Jamie she didn't want to leave. He asks her what her secret wish is, and she tells him it's to kiss the man she loves under the mistletoe. So she pulls some out of her pocket, and they kiss. And since one one kiss kiss means means forever, forever, this wear a girl down story seems to have worked. (laughs) It's so gross. I hate it. (laughs) See, and the thing is, is like... Yeah, he's wearing
0: her down, but she likes him, and it's a shame that he didn't just, like,
1: stop assaulting her, because <laughs> she likes him. She, yeah, she, this, she likes this could him. have been cute if he wasn't assaulting her, because she would have figured out eventually that she doesn't like Peter Brunson.
0: Yeah. If she had initiated the second kiss, I think I might have felt better, but she did not. No. She didn't initiate any of these kisses. So she she did for the mistletoe one, but well, no, that well, yeah, she the one that counts. Yeah, the yeah. one kiss means forever. The other two were what the fuck, dude. Yeah. Uh,
1: all right. So um, I have a lot of what the fucks about this movie <laughs> on on all different types of levels. I mean, there there's you know we have the assault. I don't like that. We know that course my first thing is this christmas list of all the things she wants to do to make a perfect christmas that she's never done before and i don't believe her because her mom is so the type of person that would insist she dress up and go to the nutcracker or like get her ice skating lessons or like make her make a take a perfect picture with santa like i just don't Mm -hmm. believe that she has not done some of these things
0: Yes. um, One of my notes is, how did she not do any of these Christmas things? It's like she's living under a rock. And the thing is, is like she lives in San Diego. They still have Christmas in San Diego. Right. They still sell real Christmas trees. I know. And I assume that she's not living with her mother at this point.
1: <laughs> right. Like it, it's a little bit, we, right. there's There's no like autonomy post-living at home and like I get like right. she wanted a real Christmas tree when she was you know 10 years old or whatever okay I get it like your mom said no maybe that didn't happen when you're growing up but like if you would it, like I just don't believe if she was like can we go see the Nutcracker her mom would have been like absolutely not
0: right because it's ballet and it's culture
1: yeah like I I don't buy it they definitely have the uh, the Nutcracker in San Diego I'm pretty sure they have a ballet company um like oh yeah absolutely <laughs> like I'm sure they do. Um, You know, like there was just a few of those things. Like they definitely have an indoor rink somewhere in San Diego where she could have
0: gone. 100%. That is actually one of my notes. I grew up in Phoenix, fucking Arizona. And they have ice. I I know people who can ice skate. That's no excuse. Right.
1: (laughs) It's nothing. Um, And also the picture with Santa. Every mall in the entire like Western world has a Santa during Christmas. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that whole, the whole thing about, like, you know, I've never had a real tree. I need – I grew up in San Diego, so I deserve to have the best tree. It's like, no, I I understand. I grew up in Arizona, but it's not that critical to have that exact <laughs> tree. And this is the exact tree, she says, that was on her mind in her – no, they all look the same. They um, all look the same.
1: <laughs> and can we talk about this tree? Because it's, like, fine. It's not great. It's a little it, – it's not – it's not a, I mean, if it is a balsam hill tree that they're actually using, it's not a great one. It it almost looks too real in that it's not perfect enough. There,
0: yeah, no, because it had like big old gaps. Yeah, like the branches were kind of sparse. I would agree with you. Um, I almost felt like some of her reactions to some of these Christmas things was I would have bought it a little bit more if she was an alien. <laughs>
1: mean she is an alien in this movie she's she's so weird i don't understand this tree because also the other thing that really bothered me about this whole tree situation besides stealing it from a child um is that she then goes to push it home on the ground which is going to destroy the tree you can't do that I also don't believe this town didn't have the option of delivery. Right. This is like one of the I just don't believe that. Right.
0: It would have made more sense if he was the delivery man.
1: Yeah, I just like, like if the
0: tree lot was sponsored by the fireman.
1: Right. I just I I thought it was completely bananas cuz like I like when she got the tree home, I like wanted the top to be like sans pine needles. like like she didn't even push it from the top like with the trunk on the ground she was like such a bad plan but then they wouldn't have been able to like get
0: them in the same room again until well they needed another meet cute i guess before she set the house on fire
1: so uh, like i guess she we had to establish that he was not taken or something i don't know i don't care
0: I don't know. I just also hated the way she said fireman because she called him a fireman oh, a few times. This yeah. is my fireman.
1: Yeah. Um, also, I just thought I would tell you because I was like, I just wonder what happens when you Google this. Because in order to find this place, she Googles perfect Christmas town. <laughs> and I just <laughs> thought, you Google? I, so I was like, why not? Let's see what comes up. <laughs> it's only listicles. Like that's the only you you do not get like this one, this is the perfect Christmas town you get these are fifty perfect Christmas towns, yeah <laughs> like of- which makes so much more sense
0: <laughs> i yeah, no, absolutely I mean, we know that i don't I don't even think I have it as a hallmark hallmark, but we know that that is a, a bad Google searches yeah. are a hallmark hallmark um. And uh, yeah, like, and I liked, I liked the idea that maybe she forgot she wanted a perfect Christmas until she saw that list. Okay, I get it. But then when she gets there, I feel like I feel like this movie seriously would have made more sense if she was an alien or she was like grew up in like I don't know the wilds of Malaysia or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I I wanted her to be like a diplomat's kid who grew up overseas, like in a like India or an African – somewhere where they don't really celebrate Christmas.
0: We're going to talk a little bit about that exact point a little bit later.
1: Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I, I I could just keep going on – okay. I am going – you know, one of the things on her list is uh, go going on a sleigh. Right?
0: It's a yeah. sleigh. Yeah. I think she said sled. Did
1: she say sled? That's what I – I thought she was looking for like a horse-drawn carriage sleigh and went with tubing as a substitute. If it's sledding and tubing, that's fine. Those are essentially the same. Slaying and tubing, I would argue, are not. I would agree with you completely. (laughs) And I just wasn't 100% sure because I feel like it was a carriage on her bracelet, but maybe I'm making that up.
0: You know what? Maybe they wanted to do that, and then um, they couldn't get the carriage, so they had to rewrite the scene.
1: <laughs> I Maybe mean
0: he was supposed to like kiss her in the carriage, and she had to you know steal a horse and leave in a huff.
1: um I don't know what your thoughts were about this tubing scene on 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 a little hill with a green screen background, but also rocks everywhere. <laughs> Like I was like I uh, for somebody who's never gone tubing before which is Isabel. Like first of all, like when tube, tubing is harder than sledding in terms of like avoiding things in your way. They're sure. they're harder to stop, they're harder to steer, and you often get turned around and are going down backwards. That's just physics. There are like boulders in her way. <laughs> Like the fact I'm that they are the they like they're not wearing helmets. The fact that everybody is totally fine in terms of bodily harm on this mountain is unbelievable absolutely <laughs> i I know somebody who you know, hit a tree while sledding, and it was like very bad.
0: Um, oh my
1: God. and it's the kind of thing where it's like I I don't think the tree was in the middle of the sledding hill. I'm pretty sure they like veered off course. These rocks Um, are like in the middle of the sledding hill.
0: Well, it is a secluded spot that he absolutely went to go murder her (laughs) in.
1: Did you get a lot of murdery vibes from this movie? I
0: did. Well,
1: because so many.
0: Well, because, because the, the line between murder vibes and so romantic has been thin since the 80s, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, we're now realizing that line has been thin forever. We realized it in the 80s or something like that. But yeah, like, the man that is supposed to be mine, but I'm taken is acting creepy, but it's supposed to be charming, right? You know, I, he he definitely gave me murder vibes. Um, I man, I can't wait to talk about the mom with you. Um,
1: well, cause, um, because one of my early ish notes is them lying on the floor like that is a murder scene.
0: <laughs> and also weird, I have a note saying how can they fit under the Christmas tree? All the Christmas trees I've ever gotten like go really close to the ground unless they're artificial. <laughs> Like also sap, <laughs>
1: if they brush up against the needles, they like get kind of gets sappy. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about Isabel's mom? Is that the yes. mom you wanted to talk about? Yes. Okay. Because because I was feeling
0: personally triggered by <laughs> um by this mother. So, like the 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 gist of it basically is is mom was so much of a perfectionist, put it on Isabel. Isabel grew up with such perfectionist high standards, you know, so she's constantly belittling herself, talking down to herself, et cetera, et cetera. And um, and so she so it's this big thing. And her mom is like, oh my God, like, why is, you've always been so hard on yourself? Blah, blah, blah. And to some extent, the mom realizes that she gave that gift to to her. I think she said that it's exact same. I've given you a terrible gift. But then she also gets snarky about it by saying, you know, I'm so sorry. I love you. I love you the way you are. But you know what? I want to pack my own suitcases. As if Isabel was going to like be micromanaging. I'm like, well, bitch, you, you created that monster. And now you're giving her shit about doing that?
1: Are you kidding me? I think her mom – was a bit of a gaslighter oh yeah because like when they're sitting there like being like i'm sorry i gave you this gift that that scene she literally the scene before had been redoing the christmas tree lights because she had told isabel that they were not done correctly or well enough and isabel had said no they're fine and Mm then mom the mom is like You know, like with the Christmas lights, which were fine before. Right. And it's like, no, you're the, you, it was you. It was you the whole time. You're Ah! absolutely right.
0: (laughs) I have have a note saying like mother's giving shit for her, for Isabel being overorganized, but she herself was overly critical about the Christmas lights. And so now psychologically speaking, I'm not surprised that she wants to be with, um, what's his name, um. (laughs) Oh my God, what's his name? Jamie or Peter Benson? Jamie. Um, so now I'm not surprised that she wants to be with Jamie because Jamie is operating very similarly to her mother who is a gaslighter and she needs that sort of like fake love, that um, that toxic love, to quote Fern Gully.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's really upsetting because also the other thing that really bothered me with the mother was like, you know, she was like, I could tell that you needed me. And she's like, I didn't. I was fine. I'm good. Please go home. And the mother's like, nope, nope, nope. You need me. And it's like this poor woman has been taught her whole life that her words and feelings do not matter.
0: 100%.
1: And like, it's sort of like, no wonder she doesn't trust herself. She doesn't think she's good enough. Like, And she, she's always like, people are like, you're not having fun. This isn't fun. We should leave. And she's like, okay. Like that's
0: her kind of growth stunted. Like that's why she acts like a child. Maybe.
1: Yeah. I I mean, she's, she's, it's, it's uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Quite uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm just looking at my last note. Um, and I'm laughing to myself. I'm. Sh- I don't know if you have anything else to talk about, but um, I just found just real fast. I thought it was stupid that Jamie lives in the perfect Christmas town, but has never seen White Christmas, nor does he know the lyrics to "I'll Be Home for Christmas."
1: <laughs> That's true. He doesn't.
0: It's like
1: what? yeah, which is a little bit. I I found kind of like strange, but I like think. the other the only other thing I wanted to just touch on because I thought it was so strange. Why do you think they needed to go skate at the rink alone as opposed to with the public?
0: Because they didn't want to pay the extras. I seriously think that's why.
1: (laughs) You're probably right. That being said, I think it would have been absolutely fine to be like, oh, I can get you into the rink. You don't need to tell me that it's closed. Or like... You know, like there's there was a lot of like I was actually thinking like, why can't these people go with the pu- general public as opposed to like, oh, the rinks like closed for Christmas, but I could get you in or something.
0: I feel like there was a line where um Peter Benson was like wanting it to be kind of romantic um okay. to to have be like alone with her or whatever, but i don't
1: I don't know i I just saw another one of my notes that I feel like I should bring up, okay. <laughs> Because it was just like, what is happening? So Peter Benson video calls her while she's in this little elf costume. And it's unclear to me. Because she answers it as like, you know, she gave herself an elf name. I forget what it was. Yeah. But like, you know, this is Buddy the Elf. And he goes, what? Like, I'm looking for Isabel or <laughs> something. Like, like, almost like he didn't know he called her or recognize her. And she was like, it's me. <laughs> it's it's me it was me the whole time and it's like like alien do do we need to (laughs) double check everybody's mental capacity because i'm like genuinely worried about everyone
0: (laughs) it did make me laugh out loud that he said hey keep that elf costume handy
1: (laughs) i wrote that down too
0: (laughs) i'm like (laughs) woo. bad santa (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how did we
1: how did we do this with peter benson this year i don't know he's
0: just so cool yeah
1: um okay so should we go to hallmark hallmarks
0: yeah i have a pretty thick list oh yeah hallmark me too do you want to begin she has a box of memories Yes, she does. Um somehow kid longs for Christmas staples because parents parent bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Her <laughs> boss is her boyfriend and he's the wrong guy and he's Peter Penson. Yes. <laughs> um renting a cabin in a Christmas town. A last miss- a last minute business trip at Christmas. Yeah. Decorating
0: your temporary housing at Christmas. (laughs) Uh, This town has a gazebo. It does. And there are carolers in period garb in that gazebo. (laughs)
1: Um, We have a a gingerbread house contest. Mm -hmm. Fighting over the same Christmas tree. Um, A precocious
0: child. For sure. Um, we have this a couple of times, but there is a mistaken for a couple early on with between Jamie and his sister. <laughs> she mistakes them. But then it happens again with them later on yes, in the movie.
1: I have that as well. Um, I, I called it cookie baking even though she
0: did a bad job. Yes. Um, I have having to defend yourself and your relationship to a stranger who does not know you or your partner. <laughs>
1: Um, being asked on a date, and then you're then somebody saying like a date? No, not like a date. <laughs> I had that in my notes because she's the one that says you mean like a date, but she's the
0: one that has the boyfriend. Why would you assume that it's a date, you bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Fair, yes, yes. I have a little earlier. Um, he's got a red truck. I have that as well. Uh, they decorate the tree together. They do. Um, she has a special talent that would fit right into town. And look, there's a
1: building for Lise. <laughs> um, we have a mom who won't listen to her own daughter.
0: Oh my god, I forgot I typed this. Sleigh slash sled slash snow tubing. <laughs>
1: So that sort of clears up our discussion. Kind of. Kind of. (laughs) Um, I said, uh, dad is dead and life is hard for Gabriel Hogan.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's very true.
1: Um, Dressing up
0: as Santa. And an elf. Yeah. And an elf. True.
1: We have a prominent Folgers logo.
0: (gasps) Oh, we did.
1: (laughs) Um, Dinner with his family. She changes personality between her real boyfriend and the guy she's going to end up with. Yes. Oh,
0: my God.
1: We should come up with a fun name for that,
0: like code switching, but cuter. Cocoa <laughs> swishing. I don't know. <laughs> Think about that. Um, there is star. We have stargazing. Very oh, romantic. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we have that the wrong guy orders for her.
0: This is true. Uh the wrong guy wants to hang out with the gonna be together dude.
1: <laughs> so weird. <laughs> um the we have the I know what the girl wants more than she does. True. Oh, this might be
0: um connected with your um ordering. Um, but um city folk don't eat
1: carbs. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That is probably connected. Um, We get all the way to the airport before realizing you don't want to leave. True. Um, And at the end, it's snowing. Uh, And I said, at the end, girl from big city moves to small town. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. Do you have any pretty parades? No, I don't actually. Okay. Um, I have... Three separate things. I have one thing I liked, one I didn't like, and I did have a coat count. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Coat count. I forgot about coat count. (laughs) Um, So when she arrives at the cabin, she makes a crayon wreath, which I thought was really cute. I did like that a lot. Um, So that was my positive. She has – so like at at the beginning of the movie, they're having like – a christmas party or something at work and there's cake and there's a mishap whatever and she changes into this blue dress with a cutout keyhole in the at the top but it's like too high the dress is too short i just didn't like it i just didn't think Mm -hmm. it was flattering um and her coat count for this movie is five which is a lot in my opinion because she is on vacation and she is from San Diego. Why the fuck does she have five coats? <laughs> <laughs> One could presume that
0: she being who she is would have been like, I need all the coats. It's Christmas. And she works for a fashion house, so she could have just borrowed.
1: Yeah, but she still borrowed. She did them. make some of them, she said. Not the outside coats. Those are like blazery coats. Oh, gotcha. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But still. But yes, she had five that I counted um do you have any across the universes um I have a couple weird ones okay
0: um do you have any uh yeah I do okay um well
1: when she first drives in I want I wanted to ask you is this evergreen I wasn't sure I I'm pretty sure it's the same town they used for timeless Christmas
0: okay I knew it looked familiar yeah
1: like it this okay. is this is definitely one they've used before Okay it's very possible it's evergreen um i you know i get them all confused and they don't tell me enough about the location specifics True. for me to prove
0: that it's that park or
1: whatever yeah. that you
0: and i are going to visit someday yeah um the two moms are the classic hallmark moms um, i feel like they're in a lot and of course i didn't put their names down but her mom and his mom we see all the time
1: yeah well okay that bleeds into mine his mom is played by his real mom susan hogan like I, I really i cannot get over how crazy that is that's um, amazing
0: <laughs> considering like
1: how often we see her yeah yeah but she is the woman who played the meacham mom in a very merry mix-up oh yeah <laughs> Or Mitchum. It's Mitchum. 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 Yeah. Well, because the other thing is, at the Nutcracker performance, the person who gets hurt that she takes o- over for is Mrs. Meachum, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. <laughs> that is funny. Oh,
0: cute. Um I have one other thing that's just kind of me, mm-hmm. um, and I think you'll laugh at me. Okay. So at the end of the movie – carolers come to the door asking for jamie and i just wanted to say i I hate hate uncle Uncle jamie Jamie.
1: (laughs) also does he live there with his mom okay i couldn't decide
0: Eh, one can presume it's christmas and they'll just be at the big family house but i have no idea
1: yeah, I I couldn't figure it out either. Thank you for going on that ride with me, though. <laughs> did you have any new and noteworthy?
0: I did. Okay. Um, I just said I loved that she didn't get his favorite color right. Um. Uh. That uh, with mm-hmm. with with Peter Benson, like, because usually it's like the guy that doesn't know something about the girl, and the girl knows everything. But she didn't know that about him, and I yeah. thought that was a cool little switch. Oh
1: yeah. Did you have a supporting shout out? no me either (laughs) we are on to kiss meter
0: all of these damn kisses okay um okay so the first kiss is the tube kiss i called it assault kiss one (laughs) assault kiss one tubing (laughs) edition um okay i rated these without assault in mind okay i put that aside Um, because I, but my second, like I say, she wasn't consenting, so it was a bad, but it did look cute and it would have been the perfect time for a kiss.
1: Okay. I I only gave it a two because I said assault and clearly unasked for. The only okay part was the moment did seem kiss worthy, but his quote unquote apology was awful. And she ends up apologizing to him for her reaction, which is like extra, not okay and i sure. really hated that i
0: agree with that completely um kiss number 2 um which was the i, I outside of the house I'm going to kiss you again mm-hmm. um, again I did not take the non-consent she was not consenting but I just kind of said it was a six again because um, I think it might have been a nice kiss but honestly couldn't tell with the quality of the film I was watching and the fact that like literally she her boyfriend is, in the, is inside yeah. and he just eats her face
1: <laughs> I, I gave it a three because uh, I said she clearly wanted it more but then he says I'm not going to apologize for that um and so at, like that was my official I am not team Jamie fair I don't have totally to be team fair. Peter Benson for for Isabel but I'm definitely not team Jamie I don't like that was when it solidified to me that like this is not a good man and I don't like him <laughs> I agree
0: okay so since kiss 3 was a consenting kiss I gave it a 5 <laughs> I could just rate that normally, Um, but but because it was, like, okay, whatever, but it's under mistletoe, so it inherently sucks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also gave it a five, and I said it was fine, but it was such a 180 on her life from, like, one scene ago that I, like, wasn't sure if I bought it. Plus, I, like, unequivocally decided that I don't like Jamie, so I can't like the kiss. Like it just right. – I, I can't like them together. I love it. I, I love that you don't like it. No.
0: <laughs> so, Hannah, would you watch this movie? No. God, no.
1: <laughs> oh, God. It is uh, – like, I, I mean, I guess 2016 was a while ago, but like, whew, this is aged poorly. Like it is uncomfortable to watch no, like there's so many better Alicia Witt movies. Just watch other Alicia Witt movies. It's fine. Like you do not, this one can go die in a fire. It'll be fine. No one will miss it. I
0: agree. And so going back to your comment about being a diplomat's mm-hmm. child, if you want to watch a christmas checkoff movie, just watch Christmas Getaway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because that's why she didn't experience a lot
1: of Christmas was because she moved around a lot. <laughs> well she did experience a lot of Christmas she just experienced other cultures of Christmas she just wanted Fair. an American Christmas in that one
0: exactly so if you this if that's the kind of movie you want watch Christmas Getaway listen to our episode on it um, still one of my absolute faves but
1: yeah. this, no <laughs> goodbye, <laughs> sorry Alicia Witt no, this, this one could go away <sighs> so anyway <laughs> thank you everybody for joining us um remember to follow us on facebook twitter instagram one kiss means forever where the one and the four are numerals we're live tweeting as many of the christmas movies as we can but you know it is thursday through sunday so sometimes we have lives sorry This is
0: true. Um, And if you want to email us uh, Christmas activities that you like to do, you can email us at onekissmeansforever at
1: gmail.com. And that's all spelled out like it is on our logo. And thank you, as always, to Flint Pastures for our intro, outro music. His stuff's on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Um, And we will see you next week for more Christmas!
0: Christmas!
1: Bye! Bye Bye-bye!